it sounds like we're starting part two of our Croatia Chronicles. Indeed we are. Now we can get on to the juicy stuff. <laughs> because the journey getting there was super cool. Um, super entertaining. Let's just put it at that. But I mean, the heart of the trip, I think that's what made it so memorable, you know? 100%. 100%. Okay, so... Do you what what about you share one of your highlights? The first one. One of my highlights. I, so for me, I think I would say any experience we had on the beaches were pretty memorable. I, I, th- I can't remember how many beaches we went to, but every time we went, we had <laughs> <laughs> like literally we were in tears with laughter. Some crazy experience, you know. Um, I'm trying to think of the first one. So we landed stuff at home and then we we headed out to one beach and there was a hotel on that beach and we went through. Um, But then the beach was pretty far from the hotel. Wouldn't you wouldn't you agree? The beach was nowhere near the hotel. In fact, it might as well have been in another in another town because we were walking for ages. Right. So I remember going and, I mean, I'm so confident in London swimming in my local swimming pool. <laughs> you know, I, I thought I, I was a good swimmer. <laughs> you are really good, by the way. Um, clearly, first of all, guys, anybody thinking of going to Croatia, bring some jelly shoes or some Crocs. <laughs> because <laughs> my feet my feet and I think that's what prevented me from swimming because I couldn't get my footing oh my goodness you know you've just unlocked like a whole memory I didn't even remember mm-hmm. as you were talking about the beach I was saying yeah and I was remembering it and as soon as you said jelly shoes I was like no this <laughs> the soles of my feet were ripped up completely yeah yeah and it's 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 so if anybody's seen the photos on Google, Croatia water is super crystal clear, absolutely pure, like it's transparent and it's so inviting. And you're looking at it and you're thinking, OK, I want to get in. But then you start to get in and it's like, oh, ah, ah, <laughs> you know, your feet <laughs> on fire. And it's not soft stones, it's not pebbles like in Brighton. These no. are like- jagged stones that are trying to take your life from you <laughs> no <laughs> you know what they're not even stones they're rocks they correctly are rocks you know um but i remember oh go on sorry i was gonna say and what was the temperature of the water like <laughs> ice cold <laughs> what but apparently, apparently that's good for your heart say that again Apparently that's good for your heart. Cold water. Well, let me live a short life because I'm not trying to live long with cold water, boy. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, your body gets used to it as it does anywhere. Um, But that experience was so beautiful because you remember we had the caves. There were caves that you could swim through. Goodness. Yes. And it was like the water was chilling there. Like the waves were... The waves were quite bad um, in the open sea, but in the cave, it was like tranquil and gentle. Beautiful. And do you remember as well, at one point, 
I think, because you had your phone in that protector thing. I don't know what the official name is. And we went to take photos in there. Yes, I had a little impromptu photo shoot in the cave, like little mermaids. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And then... (laughs) But it's true, it's true. They were such like fantastic photos. And I remember... um, people were like swimming past the cave just watching us and I felt like such a such a spectacle but then as soon as we left that cave what did everyone else do they were all coming in for their photo op like oh yeah. let's <laughs> <laughs> we started a trend and it was so great it's like we saw an, a, a spot in nature that had so much potential to make memories yeah. and that moment was just so beautiful just <sighs> yeah I don't know we can describe it but unless if somebody goes and experiences it they'll truly understand you know and there's something nice about natural naturally formed backdrops it wasn't like a man-made cave it was literally just where the rocks had been worn away Mm. and then we yeah we just explored and found it it was really nice Mm. what did you think about that beach um, my first memories of that beach were walking down and seeing not one square inch available to even like put <laughs> to put your. Oh, your yeah. So we had no choice but to go in the water because there was nowhere to sit. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and I thought it was clean. It was definitely very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, there was more people lounging on on the rocks than there were actually in the water, I would say. But there was kids in the water that were swimming, little kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, from the age of three. Like, seriously. I mean, born and raised in London, um, I think I learned to swim as an adult. Not everybody in London even knows how to swim. So for me to go to Croatia and see, like, all ages just in there and... Yeah they're like attacking that tide you know (laughs) that for me was impressive because i remember the waves being very strong there was a point where we couldn't stand still because the rocks were moving the water was cold and we were actually visibly shivering in the water (laughs) (laughs) because there's nothing to hold on to and then there's just like a two-year-old sailing past us as if nothing was going (laughs) (laughs) and you know it's so funny because like we were clearly tourists because um, of our ethnicity and we stood out so much and I'm not going to lie I was so embarrassed (laughs) the two brown girls just like slightly (laughs) semi-drowning and everyone else around us just like living their best life (laughs) I I didn't notice that I think maybe because I was too busy trying to you know warm my core temperature up I didn't actually <laughs> I didn't notice anyone else I just thought I just thought you know what let's make the most of it we're in this water um right we didn't swim, we didn't swim per se we just tried to kind of stay above the water and not drown more or less <laughs> correct that's exactly the best description I'm glad but that was such a fantastic experience yeah it was good to give it a go and then I remember when we were coming away from that beach so obviously it was a bit later in the day we'd flown in the morning (laughs) we were hungry right so i remember us leaving the beach but then obviously i needed to get changed and the hotel was just too far 
and I needed to change out of my swimwear. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know if I should confess it. It was at that moment she realised she had messed up. <laughs> so, at this point, I remember I needed to change promptly because I didn't feel comfortable and, like, travelling so far in my swimwear, I just wanted to, drop, like, change into dry clothes. So I found what I thought a pretty discreet bush <laughs> and I remember like calling you I was like Marco and you're like Polo yeah oh you got a great memory <laughs> you know that was our code for calling each other um and you came over and I gave you the towel but me being as tall as I am I don't think they make towels <laughs> long enough discrimination <laughs> So, you're being a good homegirl and you're standing in front of me, like trying to cover my sensitive areas. Yeah. And I'm obviously trying to get changed. Um, and I remember there was this guy coming from afar off. Oh my word. And he was walking with his wife. I'm, I'm going to sneak his wife. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very, um, I'm not prude, but I'm, I'm quite a private person. Yeah. And I wouldn't like literally like I wouldn't get changed in a public area it was just because there was nowhere else and mm. so anyway do you remember he was like he spotted me from a distance and he clocked what was going on and he was just making such an effort to look this guy, such an effort this guy this and, guy has no shame at all I just and it's like he caught me from a distance and as he was coming closer I thought okay he'd probably stop staring me in my eye and he came closer and his, his woman is behind him yeah obviously she's in her own world she's looking at the floor just you know peacefully and he was just looking at me like dead on and I think what was so surprising is that even as he was walking past me like he had no shame like he was just so brazen <laughs> at trying to get a good look and oh my gosh I remember feeling so humiliated and I was talking to you I'm like Anna Anna like this guy he's, he's like Anna <laughs> like, and even like you were registering but I don't even think like you could process what was going on at the same time. Like the guy just yeah, because and I because from my point of view was that you you're in the bush getting changed. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be your lookout, and there's no one coming from behind you. And for anyone to come past you, they'd have to go past me. So I'm thinking, okay, I've seen this man in the distance. He's looking because he's probably thinking, what are those people doing? And I thought, well, mm. if you see someone in a bush, you're not going to approach them. And No, you're going to look away. Exactly. And this guy is still coming forward. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's taking a shortcut. Maybe he's going to jump on the cliff edge and do a dive bomb into the sea. I, I don't know. And then he's like, he's gone past me at this point. So I'm like, this can't be happening. There's nothing in there. <laughs> There's nothing in there. <laughs> Where are you going? And he's straining his neck. And his wife is following him. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you exactly. Doing? Exactly. That was a madness. It was so surreal. And it's like, obviously, in English, we have the um, phrase peeping Tom. And I think that described the situation so much. But then, obviously, we know that over there, they're not called Tom. Most of them called Ivan. You yes. know, so I, I just remember this guy is like peeping up Ivan. Yes. You know, it's just oh that was so and I mean obviously fortunately you did a good job you supported me he didn't get a good look but it's just that insecurity of yeah I don't know 
the hotel was just too far that was wild though I the, you know you assume that with most people it would be like oh I've seen something what's that then when they realise what it mm. is it's that British embarrassment of oh dear his was like oh I thought let me go further <laughs> 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 what I don't understand is how can you have such an amazing beach, right? Because it's like, okay, I wanted my clothes to dry off and stuff, but I need to get changed because of the situation. And it's like, why did they not have any bathrooms or little huts? Oh, I don't know, but I suppose it's done differently over there. But I think that was such a memorable experience. I don't know if that's for the good or for the bad, but um, it is what it is. It was it was um, team building. I don't know. <laughs> it made <Right>. us. <laughs> that's when that's when we went from being friends to sisters. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's mad. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Did you have any other beach experiences that um, were memorable? Let me think. We went to quite a few beaches, didn't we? Hmm. So we went to that beach. Oh, okay. So this doesn't really count as a beach, but there was water there. I really want to talk mm-hmm. the bridge, the famous bridge. Right, yes. Bridge. So this this is relevant to how our trip even started. Um as as much as it was impromptu and we kind of just said, "Hey, let's go somewhere" and chose the flight based on price. It also was based on your creative skills of going on Instagram and finding landmarks and photo ops of the place. I remember that. Yeah. And you, I remember you sending into our group chat a picture of this beautiful white rickety bridge um, and saying, oh my goodness, we have to find this bridge and take a picture on it. There was no, I don't, was it labeled? Was it even um, tagged, geotagged in the photo? Roughly, the area was tagged, but not the actual bridge because it's it's not it is an official landmark, but it's not officially on the map. Okay, okay, so it wasn't um, somewhere that we could just plug into Google Maps and then just go. Which which I think was a lot of the places in Pula. We kind of had to search via satellite imaging to try and find something that looked like what we wanted. Mhm, mhm. So yeah, this bridge was. Um, somewhere on a cliff edge we weren't completely sure (laughs) where it was but we kind of researched it and saw a lot of people saying oh it's in this cove so we took an uber to this this cove um and the uber driver dropped us (laughs) in the middle of a deserted patch (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah mad and then he was just like just walk in that direction no path just walk in that direction into bushes (laughs) I thought we were getting kidnapped. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, because there was a point where we came off the main road and now we were driving down like there was wood, there was trees on either side of the car. It wasn't like a two lane road, it was like a country path. And it was like, okay, so this is how we go. At least it's a sunny day. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so dark. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a, an official built up area. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. Yes deserted and there wasn't I don't think there were any people around when we got out of the Uber I don't remember seeing anyone no um, there wasn't 
and then so we were now relying on oh we had no signal either our signal had cut out about five minutes back down the road <laughs> true yes yeah so we were then using um the last kind of satellite image we had on google to try and navigate oh where would this bridge be and we just walked through woods would you call it woods or would you call it what would you call what we walked through i think that's correct because it was to the point that some people had obviously walked a certain amount of times that it made like the leaves turn into a makeshift path but if you didn't follow that path you're literally spiking yourself against trees like it was it was basically woods and um if i'm not incorrect if i'm not mistaken it was an old like military base or something because there was an unused fort on the site um mm. that had there was no access to but then um there was like the bridge and some other things once you could find your way through this maze and get to the actual waterfront mm. just quickly i looked on google and the place we went to it's istria so croatia istria and the place specifically where the bridge is round about is called Punta Cristal. Oh, wow. And the pronunciations as well. Yes, girl. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's the Latin side. <laughs> I don't actually know how they pronounce it in Croatian, but yeah, that's how we would. If anybody does fancy going, that's where it was. Yeah, thank you for that. That's great to remind everybody. But yeah, so we were on this site. And um, what do you remember? Once we made our way out of the maze, what do you remember first seeing when we got to the waterfront? <laughs> it was a nudist beach. <laughs> That's literally the first thing I remember. Why is nudity becoming the theme of this? this, this <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> We're not selling Croatia for the right reasons. <laughs> But it was, I think it was defunct though, because the sign said nudist speech, but we didn't, we personally didn't see um, anything untoward. It was just um, the sign and I think there was a, not a windmill, what was, there was like a building of some sort. Lighthouse, it was a lighthouse. Oh, that's it. Um, mm. And then we basically found the bridge in the end and we recreated the very photo that you had found on Instagram before we left. We managed to to do our own little um, photo shoot with this bridge, which was beautiful. It's one of my favorite pictures from the trip. Yeah, definitely. It was, and it's, I mean, I don't think the photos online don't do it justice to how huge the bridge is. Because mm. <laughs> if we had known them, we might not have been so huge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the biggest rope bridge that I've ever seen, and I'm sure the top rope was pretty close to my shoulders. I have to look back through the photos, but it was just so huge. It's a rope bridge. It's not even like a proper manufactured bridge, you know? And I remember looking at it and thinking, how did they even tie the ropes up? Yeah, exactly. What was, it was attached to rocks, wasn't it? I don't, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I have to go and find that photo. I can't even remember, but, but it- yeah. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like one of those bridges where um, people set it up and then you can just walk along it. This bridge, number one, the the bit that you step on had missing planks. Sometimes two or three were gone, so you literally had to hop from one plank right. to the next. Yes. And then, and then yeah. 
What was bet- what was underneath? <laughs> what was underneath the planks? Death. <laughs> <laughs> For someone like me who is not a strong swimmer, death awaited. <laughs> oh my days! Literally. Um, there was no safety net. There was no shallow pool. It was just the sea underneath this bridge. <laughs> and then the, the handles were two pieces of rope attached to rocks on either side of the cliff edges, but they weren't attached to the planks. So your legs are swinging one way and your arms are swinging the other way. I didn't even do the backflip. I didn't even do the backflip on that bridge. <laughs> It's so true. Do you know what? It reminds me. Do you remember? I don't know if you've ever seen, like, you know, Total Wipeout. Um, yes! Takeshi's Castle and all of those old shows. Yes! And you know when you're watching it and you're like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> and then this one bridge in Croatia nearly defeated me. <laughs> it literally was like that obstacle course. Like, you watch people on TV, like, how can you fall after like two seconds? It's hard. It is hard. Mm. Mm. Load it out alive. <laughs> we did. But I mean, that added to the thrill of it, really, um, yeah. if we're honest. And I mean, like the kids were doing it. I think that's the running, like the running theme about Croatia is just when you might like second think something, should I do it? Should I not? And then you see like these five-year-olds running past you <laughs> and they're just attacking the challenge. And it's like, do you know what? If they can do it, then come on. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It was nice though. I did enjoy that. And every time I see the pictures of that bridge, it, it just reminds me of the entire day. It's like a a, <laughs> a, a good memory from the trip. So I, go on, sorry, interrupting. No, no, continue. I was actually gonna say you actually reminded me of what we did after that. Was you gonna say something else? No, I was going down the same road as you girl, take yeah. it away. <laughs> because it naturally goes hand in hand because I remember we were finishing from the bridge and we were shattered so this wasn't the first day um I can't I think it may have been the third day that we were in Croatia because it was right yeah it was anyway it doesn't matter the point is is that we went to the bridge and the one thing we wanted to do that day was kayaking Mm. on it and the mistake we made was that we didn't realize it wasn't at the same place as the bridge yeah. so they had more than one kayaking spot but yeah so our next challenge was to get an uber with very <laughs> poor signal in the middle of nowhere because the uber couldn't even pick us up do you remember yeah we had to keep walking because even when we got signal he couldn't drive down there so it was like you need to come to civilization before yeah. I- <laughs> Oh my gosh, but we did, we got the Uber and even where he dropped us off at the next location wasn't where the kayaking was. However, it was at that camping ground, which was yes. really good. Yes, you're right. Cause he was like, is here okay? And we just said yes, because it was like, that, those numbers are, uh, are racking up. Let's just <laughs> cut the fare off mm-hmm. now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, let's just jump out. Well, <laughs> got two legs, <laughs> yeah. And then we, um, that was then we actually were better because we went to go and get water because that's another thing. It's very, very hot there and hydration was an issue. We weren't drinking regularly enough. Mm -hmm. 
But I mean, it, what was really nice is obviously people paid to go and camp in Croatia, but they weren't like, oh, this is private property, you're not allowed to come in. They were actually quite happy for you to come in, to use the shops, um, to use showers. There were showers out <gasps> there um, and bathrooms. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Don't you? I know exactly. I just, you know what? It's crazy. I didn't even remember it until you started talking about this. <laughs> Enlighten oh our listeners. Oh, okay, you want me to tell it? <laughs> okay, so we had gone on the campsite, as you said. The facilities were open for anyone to use, even if you weren't staying there. So we were like, this is great. We can go to the shop and get supplies. We can use the toilets. You could shower even if you wanted to. Um, I'm funny with public toilets, so I don't like using them ever. Um, and I remember um, coming in with you just to like the sink area. And I think I said, oh, I'll just wait outside for you. And then we can go on to the kayaking place. Um, mm. So there was a worker, I think she was a cleaner. And she, actually, do you know what? I feel like I'm, feel like I'm not going to tell this accurately because I don't remember all of it. But I remember her coming, she kept coming to where I was standing and saying something to me in Croatian and I was yeah. like I was like smiling back and being like yeah yeah I'm just waiting for my friend and she's looking at me like what are you I could see on her face she was like what are you talking about but she, she, she just kept saying something to me in Croatian and I'm just like oh no like were we not allowed to use these facilities are we in like are we, is it only guests only I just didn't know what it was and then um <laughs> I remember you coming out, everything was fine. Um, and we, we meet back up and I'm telling you about what the lady had said. Um, what happened after that? Because I think I'm missing something. Do you want to? No, you, you are spot on. Everything you said, correct. Yes. And, and, okay. So then we're walking. Something happened. Like we were walking out and did you need to go back in for something or something? Something happened where you needed to walk back past and then. Correct. I can't remember if you actually did go back in and then we realised, wait a minute, these are the men's toilets. <laughs> these are actually the men's toilets and this cleaner is here like, what are these foolish goats doing going in the men's toilets and just... <laughs> the shame is, the, the joke is on me, right? Because I'm the one who went in there with my chest high. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my word! That was funny. I, that was oh. actually. She was trying to help us out. <laughs> she was really doing her best. She was persistent, and you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know. Oh, that was that was embarrassing. But you know how I how I worked it out because I went in the second time and I collided with a guy. <laughs> and I think. <laughs> No, when you're in the UK and we have like um, gender equality and we have bathrooms that are open to everybody, it's not a thing, right? So to me, to bump into a man in the bathroom, that's not an issue. It happens in London, but I hadn't realised the big sign. And the thing is, that image of a man, that blip, that black stick man, it's so universal that even if you don't understand Croatian. <laughs> 
I should have known. I was so embarrassed. Oh my gosh. Why why is the theme here that I'm I'm being embarrassed in every situation? Well, yeah, I didn't realise it before, but now that we're actually saying it out loud, it does seem to be a running theme. So basically I'm a great person to travel with, guys. For entertainment purposes alone. <laughs> Oh, that was an experience. So it didn't even stop there. No. So, this is one day as well. This is one day's worth of activities. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now... So what happened when... Because we left the camp and fortunately there was a kayak spot opposite the camp, right? Yes. Right on the beachfront. And I think you went first. You took the lead and I followed you. Yeah, because we weren't sure. We saw um, signs saying kayaking and it was like advertising it. But then we didn't, we were expecting to see like a quite touristy, you know, I don't know, area where someone's taking names on a clipboard and they've got like, I don't know, a, a lanyard around their neck and they're like, hey guys, come and kayak. But we just saw a hut. So we were thinking, is this it? Where's the kayak? Mm. Where's the workers? Like, where's the officialness? <laughs> Instead, what did we see? We saw a prepubescent boy <laughs> with with, with um, a money box inside a hut, advertising kayaking. Um, maybe with a couple, a couple. Um, there was a couple other men around him, but we weren't even sure if they worked there or not. They were just casually chilling in this hut. <laughs> They were jamming. They, honestly, I think there was five of them in total. Three of them were sitting at the back behind the hut. Two of them were in the hut behind the young boy, but they were in their own conversation. So we came up to the hut and nobody's interacting with us but this young boy. Literally, literally. That was what, that's what we were faced with. And we kind of weren't sure. It was like, is your dad coming back from his lunch break soon? Or... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So then I think what I remember after that is um, we w- we saw where the kayaks were and they were kind of just placed on the beachfront. There wasn't like, they weren't um, chained up or anything. They were just there. So we were thinking, these are probably the boats that they're renting out. Let's, let's just go for it. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened when we tried to basically pay for kayaking and, and find out what happens and how we get about in the kayak and have lessons and whatnot? So I think we were just in pure disbelief because, again, it's how your mind is conditioned. I suppose we were expecting, like you said, somebody with a lanyard around their neck. Um, We expected to sign some waivers, you know, that saying, if you lose your life, that's on you. I just, we expected everything but what we got. (laughs) So, sorry, the young boy obviously is responding to us. um, And I think like he was just asking them questions like, is that, like are those kayaks we can use and they were made out of plastic so yeah. we would, we weren't sure if that was like the official kayaking or if they were for kids or whatever mm-hmm. and he was like yeah 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 that's that's the kayaks and he kept saying to you what to pay and then you was like okay so will somebody go out there with us and he was just looking confused he was like what and you, you was like you know you're looking at the bigger guys behind him <laughs> like hello is anybody gonna you know <laughs> and the other guys were just oblivious they weren't paying us any mind and the the young boy he didn't get it that you were asking like practical questions and then i remembered you asked for a life coat a life vest and yeah. he was just 
like he, he his, his face went from confused to like sheer laughter and he was like oh oh you a big baby <laughs> you need you need life coach <laughs> I was rattled. I was rattled. I was like, huh? <laughs> Our safety, right? Our safety. Like, you can tell that we're from London. We're just so, or like from a country that's so built up where everything, like nothing can be done unless if we've followed safety precautions, procedures. Out there, they're literally like, pay and do what you're doing. Literally. literally. Common life that you can't even, you can't even give me. <laughs> But what is crazy is because I had never kayaked before. I don't, if I did, it would have been in school. That was many years ago. You mm. said that you could kayak, but we're basically two new beginners. Yeah. Yes, because my kayaking was like in a lazy river pond kind of thing where you could just let the boat float along and row if you wanted to. It wasn't like in the <laughs> the deep blue sea. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Right. It's just so imagine like we don't get no tutorials, no instructions. Like there, there wasn't even instructions on the hut. It was literally just pay and take the items, take what you need. Um, and the thing is, because we went through such great efforts to get there, yeah. and it, I mean realistically, the the following day, I don't think we would have gotten. So it was kind of like we're here, Let's we're gonna do it. do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and we did <laughs> so we get into this plastic kayak which actually looked a lot smaller from far mm-hmm. in comparison to when we got inside because i was looking at it like how are two of us going to fit in here but it was actually um decent size once you get inside right um and i remember they given us a big tub to put our valuables in and we were debating is it safer for us to put you know our phones and whatnot in this tub on a boat, mm. on a boat that could be lost at sea, or to keep it with the prepubescent boy at the heart, <laughs> in which. <laughs> we weren't sure. I think, I think we made the right decision, by the way. I mean, they're very trustworthy people, yeah. but um, considering that it was such a makeshift heart, yeah, it was good to keep. I mean, yeah, we did well. We did. So then. What what would how would you describe the kayaking experience from your point of view? I think the beginning described it all. <laughs> so we got in and I don't know why I was at the front of a kayak because yeah, anyway, I, I mean I learned quite quick, but yeah, so I was at the front, you were seated at the back, and the small boy, this kid, he pushed us out. And I was actually quite impressed at his strength, but obviously he does this on a regular. Yeah. So um, we wanted to go to the Blue Lagoon and he just pointed us in the direction of the Blue Lagoon. And he, he was just saying it's around those rocks. Mm-hmm. Now to get around those rocks, we have to go out into the open sea and then around the corner. <laughs> um, oh my but we had the bottle, we had the guts, so we started to try and we had to go the way it's like they had off from off of the beach there was a um what do you call like a restaurant that was on a foundation and then there was a bridge that led from the beach to that restaurant that was kind of like not in the center of the water but it was like a pier like a pier with a restaurant on the end of it yeah that's it so we had to go under the bridge of the pier and we ducked 
we got under and clearly we're not kayaking we're just going with the tides yeah. and at that point like you said that you had more experience let's swap seats i don't know who i thought i was <laughs> <laughs> so we are floating in the water trying to swap seats <laughs> and as you would expect we capsized yeah. we we totally went 180 <laughs> our heads were underwater <laughs> I was still breathing. I was still breathing whilst we were under the water. <laughs> it happened so fast. I didn't have time. Yeah, but I mean, and our tub, our tub with our passport, our phones, our food, our water, like it's all floating off into the distance. And I mean, I was low-key trying not to panic, trying to get up, trying to stable stabilize the kayak. But fortunately, two strangers were walking past mm-hmm. and they helped us. And I think it's important to point out that as scary as this experience was, at this point, we were still near the shore. Like we weren't actually, we were close enough to the shore that people walking could wade out to help us without being, without being underwater themselves. But it, it was, it just, it was scary for us because we, we were underwater for a good couple minutes. Right. (laughs) But they were super, like they, they, obviously turned the kayak up they held it so that Anna could sit at the front and I sat at the back and they smiled they were laughing they were trying to hold back their laughter so much they smiled and they said good luck they did (laughs) (laughs) see you in another life (laughs) literally oh if we believed in luck But obviously, luck doesn't exist. Um, we used our noggin and we we did it. We 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 managed to be in sync and we kayaked out into the open sea. And I do think that that couple is like a small gesture and they'll probably never, we would never, I don't remember what they looked like. If we ever bumped into them again, I, I wouldn't remember. But their action was a contribution to our kayaking because had they not helped us, we would have given mm. up. We would have given up at that point yeah. because yeah. We, we were exhausted we were tired we were drained we weren't even wearing swimwear we were wearing actual clothes i don't know why i don't know why we were dressed mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were wet and it was just like we couldn't get the kayak to stabilize enough for us to get back inside so had they not come our kayaking experience would have stopped there so i'm really grateful for for them helping us no they were amazing you know, small deeds go such a long way. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. So, another thing. Yeah. Oh, go on, sorry. No, no, I'm ready for you. No, I was just going to say what I found impressive is that we were both so ill on that day. <laughs> and, I mean, considering we didn't really have, we were, we were pretty poorly. I remember that was the end of my sick leave, actually, just before I was going back to work. Mm-hmm. And you were, you were quite exhausted and we really went out far we didn't go to the blue lagoon but we went as far as we possibly could that our body would allow us and you know just when we were in the open sea looking back at how far the shore was i think that was a pretty impressive experience it was was an accomplishment it felt like we did this despite the hiccups at the beginning we did this we got out here it was great and I, I think that um, there was a point where we passed 
the line of where we've gone past the people paddling in the pool now we've gone past the people on boats and now we're actually in the actual sea and there's no one else around us apart from cliff faces and waves mm. <laughs> mm. it was literally it was a unique experience for me I've never done that before unassisted no no against all odds we got there you know and I think I think it's because of what we went through to get there Mm -hmm. I think that's what made it more precious as well but then just being in nature and being able to because we got to a certain point and we just sat there I don't know if you remember but we just stopped and we sat there and we just listened and it was just peaceful even though the boat was moving we'd kind of steer ourselves back a bit when the boat would turn and then we'd stop and just float a little bit and just take in everything that was around us it was really nice it was a peaceful moment definitely definitely and I have to I have to um, (laughs) reminisce about this point on the way back when we were now remembering that oh wait we actually have to still (laughs) paddle back to the (laughs) ship Um, do you remember when we were coming back and we had to go back under that same pier? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're coming back on the on the kayak, we're full of beams. We even stopped to take a couple selfies when we were close to the shore because we were like, okay, we can't drown now. We're 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 actually in like safe. Well we could, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we're coming up to this pier. And I'm like, Shan, um, is this the bridge that we went under? And you're like, it must be, because there's only one bridge. And I'm like, but why Why did the bridge look like it's at head level? Like, why? <laughs> and basically, we, had, we were doing this, like, as the tide was coming in. So the water level had risen as we'd gone out. And by the time we come back, literally the gap between the water surface and the pier was so small that we had to lie back Mm. and dark (laughs) (laughs) we would have been beheaded if we had like not oh that was so close that was ridiculous you know that that was health and there's no such thing as health and safety to be honest like health and safety went out the window left the chat (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was yeah I don't know, it's crazy looking back. I think, um, I mean, this is why I'm glad that you just have to go out and do these things. You have to go out and experience it because if you overthink it, it can like put you off of these experiences. 100%. But yeah. So do you have any other highlights of your trip, of your memories of the trip? So on the beach, I'm not too sure. Um, I think more so might have just been like our eating, where we chose to eat. Um, what else did we do? We did so much, but it's just, yeah, my memory just can't stretch that far at the moment. I, I have one, I have one that I think was, and it was our last day, day so it's a fitting um, final memory, but going to the Brijuni National Park. Oh, how can I forget? That was yes. A- absolutely amazing so and just as a as a side note the Bajuni I hope I'm saying that correctly National Park apparently it's um it was owned by a royal or somebody who was rich in Croatia owned these islands and he wanted to make one of the islands into his own personal zoo so he imported animals 
from all over the world. Um, and le- kind of like a, um, um, yeah, like a, like a, not quite a zoo, but just like his own private island. With, with yes, exactly. Well, they called it their safari. That's the word, safari. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. So do you know what? I'm so glad that you brought that out because how could I forget? You know, even when we flew into Pula, I actually saw those islands beneath us. Oh, and wow. Yes. I mean, obviously, I'll try to share those pictures. Um, probably we can put it as a cover as well so that people can ha- have in mind what we saw. But um, so, yeah, we could only access it via ferry. And even the ferry journey was fine. I think what was hilarious though was that when we went to ask for the pricing, do you remember? <laughs> the woman, first of all, I remember that we were running late, just to add that point to it. We had been running late. We're trying to get, we're trying to speak in another language to get the pricing. Right. And we're being confused because the lady's telling us or showing us on this sheet of paper, it's 30 euros or whatever the currency for a guided tour but it's also 30 euros for a non-guided tour (laughs) (laughs) so in short it's 30 euros (laughs) you know i just don't know why they didn't say that (laughs) literally but we got the tickets in the end after didn't my card get declined throwing out my business there but yeah i think my card (laughs) card keep it real (laughs) (laughs) but we got it in the end we got our tickets and um we headed onto the onto the ferry. Yes, so that what, was cool though. Yeah, it was. What was your first impression as we disembarked the ferry onto the island? I felt like I was in Jurassic Park, hundred yes. percent. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. That was surreal. I was waiting for the T Rex to come. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the closest thing I can explain to somebody. If anybody has seen Jurassic Park 1, Jurassic Park 3. Okay. It's, I think those, that that's what I, I, that's the only way I can explain. Yeah, I don't know. It was very, it was very Jurassic Park-esque, even from the way you arrived there. And was there, am I making this up? Was there people playing music on the, on the pier? I don't think you're making that up because it was, it had that, that movie feel like we were being welcomed Welcome. into a disaster. Yes, exactly, yeah. I thought that. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, as soon as we got off, I think another thing that made it, reminded me of Jurassic Park is that they had that train, that choo-choo train that oh, went yes. all around. Yeah. Right? I forgot about that. We didn't go on it, did we? Did we go on it? No because we went and got our bikes and that was the best decision. Yes, we did. We did, that was so good. So it was literally like a, we could we could choose where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and I think what was amazing, oh God, sorry, I keep interrupting. No, no, you go, continue. It's, it's just, I think the reason why that was a specific um, heartwarming experience was because we literally took the bike and we rode through. So I think the only equivalent for Londoners is, um, it reminds me of a bit like Richmond Park, but with more interesting, not interesting, but more different animals basically, because they had the elephants and like the zebras and, but it's just that feel where you can ride your bike through their habitat. Mm. So they're not 
not trapped like in a zoo. They're not behind bars. You know, they're not being tortured in any way. They're quite well treated out in the open and you're trusted to ride through their habitat. It's not their natural habitat, but it is where they are at the moment, you know? Yeah, it felt like we were the... Yeah, it felt like we were visitors. Whereas with a zoo, you kind of feel like, yeah, I'm the one free and I'm looking at these animals behind bars. Whereas there, I felt like I'm walking through their land, like I'm walking through this zebra's enclosure kind of thing. I think that was special. And I, I love the idea of that. The fact that it wasn't on the mainland, it's on an island. And obviously there's a reason, there's a lot more history. I don't dare to explain it. I've had it explained to me, but I know that the animals were actually a gift. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of political history behind it. Um, yeah. So that's why it wasn't on the mainland. But just even as a tourist attraction, I just think it's such a fantastic idea, you know? And I think that's probably why the animals are more protected. And mm. yeah. It was, I think that was a lovely way to end the trip because it was so peaceful. We went at our own pace. We were very exhausted and didn't have, I think, as much energy um, to follow a guided tour. So we could just choose what we really wanted to do and put our energy towards towards that. Mm-hmm, 100% agreed. That really was like. beautiful. What was your favorite animal that you saw? For me, I, I just really like the zebras. I still I still have zebras, zebras. Sorry, I don't know how people pronounce that. Um, <laughs> I, I still have photos. <laughs> it's tricky. Um, I still look like sometimes if like I'm, it's raining and I just want to look back on some trips, I always look back because it's like the way their mane was blowing in the wind and the video footage that I got, it is so soothing. That's the only way I can explain it, but just reminiscing on that moment. And because we were so close to them, you know, even though they were, we, we had that wooden fence to protect us, like the border between us and them, but they mm. could come to the border and we could touch them. And yeah, yeah it, was, it was so nice. It was just, and it was nice to see them like in families. Cause another thing about zoos is like, you see soul, soul animals, or you can just tell that they're different animals that have been taken and plonked there together. But we saw like baby zebras with the parents and it was like, I don't know, it was wholesome. That's the only way I can mm. describe it, it felt wholesome. Do you know what? I would actually use that word to describe the whole trip. I felt like the whole trip felt very wholesome because even like, that's how I would describe the beaches, like with the families. Yeah. There was, it, like, it's so great for family life out there. Um, just any interaction we had and anywhere we went, it was just such a wholesome trip. It was. It taught us, well, it taught me to let my guard down because you, living here in London, and I've had this discussion with people before, we're quite closed off because there are so many dangers. So you get used to not talking to people. You get used to not stopping and looking at things. You just go about your business and go from A to B to keep safe. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas there, it was like, it made me loosen my guard a bit because people would talk to us. Taxi drivers, people on the road were friendly. And it was like, oh, actually not everyone is a serial killer just because they're saying hi or asking questions. <laughs> It's so true. So to summarise a trip in three words, you go first. Okay. So I would say, oh, I'm not going to use the word wholesome because we already said that. I'm going to mm. say it was refreshing. 
in more ways than one because that water was definitely refreshingly cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was um it was character building. Oh, correct. And it was beautiful. Just I feel like every everything I saw and took in, even just the outsides of houses and roads, was a picturesque, and it mm. made me stop and look at things that I wouldn't normally look at. So beautiful, yeah. Yeah. So I would say rejuvenating, because, especially considering the situation. Like I was just finishing my sick leave, I was going back into work, and that trip just—it was the perfect long weekend to give me the energy I needed to deal with everyday life back in my usual circumstances. So definitely rejuvenating. Um, Enlightening. I felt like it was pretty educational. And I would say warm. But when I say warm, I don't mean in heat. That's the obvious. But I mean the people. I I think the warmth of the people is something. It has... It's not only something that I've taken away from it, but I mean, like, even just... um, keeping in contact sometimes with like the host if we were to go back we have that option because they were so friendly we were able to take a photo with them and yeah. you know we could stay there again or the waiters that were always offering you know recommendations and it's just a personal warmth it, it wasn't scripted they just took a personal interest in you so warmth i'd definitely say you know what i agree with that because going to I shouldn't say Croatia, I say Pula because that's the area we went to. But going to Pula felt like being invited to someone's home. So mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, such a beautiful sentiment. It was like everyone was part of different rooms of the house where the different areas we went to and everyone was helpful. And it was just it was just warm, welcoming. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Brilliant. So that is a summary, even though it's not everything, but those are pretty memorable moments. The highlights that we can remember today, I guess, because it changes every time we think about this trip, we remember new things, but... It's so true. (laughs) Our current trip that keeps on going. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) So the question is, where to next? 